This Maimir you have to learn. Before Gimel Thomas you have to learn this Maimir. This is, as you know, the Maimir that the Rebbe gave out, Purim Kot and Tavshin and Beis. If I'm not mistaken, it was a Monday night after oil, but I could be wrong. Um, with Lekach, the Rebbe gave it with a piece of Lekach. The Rebbe gave in Nun Beis, the Rebbe gave Lekach four times. This was one of them. I think the Rebbe gave Chanukah, Tu B'Shvat, I'm sorry, Chobbeis, Shvat, and Purim Kot, never gave Lekach, besides for the Floyum Kippur. And um, when the Maimah came out, Muga, the Rebbe wrote on the margin, Yehiratzen, Sheyifel, Pulosa, Rutsuya. This is a very, very important Maimah. And um, it's very, very direct. In other words, the Rebbe said about Bosi Lagani that it's a Tzavor. The Rebbe said about the Maimah, Bosi Lagani, it's a Tzavor. And then he added, Tzavor, Mozim. It's, it's very, very, very clearly and very obviously the Maimed with which we live now. And the Nakuda of the Maimed is that every generation has a Rebbe and Nasi Moshe Rabbeinu. And that our Rebbe is Mardachai after the Ness. After the Ness of Purim already happened. And Yidmu already in the Maimed, the matter of Ashiris. The only Chesadim was that they didn't have Mashiach. And that the job of Mordechai then was to affect in Yidin, they should be completely crushed. Haitach and the Gula is not here. So the Rebbe says, the avoid of our generation, we live in the goals of Ashiras. And the Rebbe explains that a person could want Mashiach so, with the Koychas of the Nasi Adot, could want Mashiach so desperately that he, he's in a Maimed Demata of Kosis Lamoid that reveals the Yechidah Shabbenefesh. And the higher Madrigid Yechidah, as you'll see. Now, we've learned this Maimed many times. You have to learn it. And every year you want to say something a bit alandish. So the decision that we reached, which is part of the reason we're learning tonight rather than Thursday, is that we should learn inside fast. The plan is that in three classes, possibly four, we're going to learn the whole Maimed. It's not an easy Maimed. It's an interesting Maimed. It's a very organized Maimed. But the plan is with Hashem's help. Obviously, without Hashem's help, nothing goes. Durach Lernit. So stay tuned. There's not going to be long speeches. I'm not going to give a long papulim. We're going to learn the Maimed. The idea is to compact, to concentrate as much of the Maimed as we can into a, into a shears that will, with Hashem's help, finish it. Now, I know it's unfair that I'm, I'm giving you the class before you had a chance to learn it. It's just that it happens to be that logistically Tuesday night's the best night uh, because I'm not in such a big rush. So if we five minutes later, develop it in again. If I go Thursday, I, I, I want to teach it properly. This is why we're doing it tonight. The guilt is mine. Okay? Now, let's start the Maimed. Hashem says to Meisha Rabbeinu, You should command the Bnei Yisrael. So right here, of course, the, 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 the Diok is that it's Pashas Tetzaveh. And Meisha Rabbeinu's name is never mentioned. That's why he's called Vata. And of course, that's connected to Zayin Oder, to the, to the Estalkos of Meisha Rabbeinu, like the Rebbe says in the Sikhis. And they should bring to you Shem and Zayizach, pure olive oil, Kosis, that is crushed, Lamor, so that they should illuminate them on the Meneda, Lahalis, near Tomid, to make the candles of the Meneda burn Tomid constantly. This is a Posik. Now, Rabbi Isaac has an interesting question that Rashi asks. This Posik, Vatatatatava, and the next Posik, repeats itself almost word for word, almost word for word in Pashas Emir. Near the end of Pashas Emma, you have three psokim which talk about the Meneda. It says, Mamish the same thing. It doesn't say, it says, right? 
And over there it's also Ba'il Ma'id, Bukhusla Parekhaz, and so forth. So Rashi asks a question in Pasha's Emir. Why does the Tayra have to repeat the same mitzvah twice? Parshas Tetzavah begins with the mitzvah of Shem and Lamoir. So why does Hashem in Parshas Shmini, I'm sorry, in Parshas Emir say a second time, Mamish the same mitzvah, it's almost word for word, almost word for word. So Rashi answers in Parshas Emir, not here, over here he has no kasha. That what's read in Parshas Tetzavah is not a mitzvah, it's a hidah. What's read in Parshas is not Hashem giving us a mitzvah, he's telling us what you're going to do with the oil, Sachako. Viata, and you will tell the Jewish people later about the oil. It's a funny thing, you have two psukim in the Teda, where the Abish is saying to Meshach Rabbeinu, let me tell you now what's going to happen later. Viata, you'll tell the Yidin later about Shem and Rashi. But of course, that's very inadequate, it's very insufficient. The Abish repeats the same mitzvah twice, but the first time is not the mitzvah. It's a Haidah, it's telling us what the mitzvah is going to be later. It's a funny thing, it's Tedesh Abiksav. We're not talking about a story. So Hasidus has a different answer. Same question, different answer. And Hasidus' answer is incredible. And that answer is this Maimer. And the answer is that these two psukhan v'yata tetzavah are not like Rashi says. A Haidah, a heads up, telling us ahead of time what's going to happen in Pashas Emir. But rather, I'll put it to you very straight, these are two psukhan and Tedesh which are Hilchis Rebbe, Hilchis Nasi. The Tehra Shabbat was given to all Yidin. And in Tehra Shabbat you have every mitzvah. You have mitzvah such an Egei L'Kol Echad V'Achas that every Jew has to have. You have mitzvah such an Egei only to Koyenim. You have mitzvah such an Egei only to Melach. Where in Tehra does the Yebish to speak to Moshe Rabbeinu and tell Moshe Rabbeinu what his job is? And not just Meisha Rabbeinu, but it's Pashtusa the Meisha Shabachol daughter of a daughter, like it says in Zayir. Or the Lashon Hamedrash ain't there, she ain't baking Meisha. We're in Chumash. You see, Hashem said to Meisha Rabbeinu, your job is kach v'kach. So Chasidah says it's the first two psukim of Pashtusa the It's not a repeat. It's not an information. It's not telling us a heads up. Pashtusa, it's a myth. Hashem is teaching Meisha Rabbeinu his inya. And of course, there's no place better in Chumash than to put it in Ba'at HaTetzava. Because here the Abish of talking to Meshach Rabbeinu is calling him Va'ata, which goes on the very essence of Meshach Rabbeinu, higher than a name like it's explained in Sichas and in Chesidus and in the Rebbe Sichas. So Pashat Tetzava begins, it's not about Shemin at all, about Meshach Rabbeinu. But then you have to translate the words to see it. And that's what this Maimon is saying. Va'ata, Shem says to Meshach Rabbeinu, your shlichas in this world is Tetzavez B'nei Yisrael, which you'll see in a moment means to connect Gideon to the Abish there. And then the Pasuk says, Moshe Rabbeinu can't be a Rebbe in a vacuum. He can't lead Klal Yisrael by himself. You didn't have to give back. And only when could it be um, could you reach the deepest Madreyas. So that's how you have to approach this Maimir and these two Psukim. This, this, these two Psukim and this Maimir are explaining us that here we have the two psukim and tater, where the Abish talks to the Rebbe, to the Nasi of each generation, and tells him his shlichas, his job, which is to tzavet b'nei Yisrael. There's a lot of words in the pasuk, because a lot of different kind of Rebbes. And the Maimah we're about to learn, dissects this pasuk, it cuts it up, mamish, almost word by word, and reveals three different types of Meshach And in this pasuk, his merum is, Three Meshach Rabbeinu. The Atat Tzavetz B'nei Yisrael is one Meshach Rabbeinu. 
um, whatever it is. There's a second Meshach Rabbeinu, and Lahalas near Tomid, Tomid is a third Meshach Rabbeinu. So this is the Shalom, this is what you need to know as you approach this Maimed, that we're taking a Pasuk, and we're asking a Kasha on it. Sadashi gives a push to Teretz. Why do you have the same Pasha twice in the Teretz? Sadashi says the first time is only a Hedor. Chassidah says it's not a Hedor at all. This is the Hedor, the Eibish, the, the Eibish that's telling Meisha Rabbeinu what's his Shlichas. And let's now read. It's well known, the questions. Every time you have a mitzvah in Teda, it says, You should affect Tetzavah. Not tell them, not command them, do an act of Tetzavah. And I already told you why, because the word Tetzavah over here does not mean to command. It doesn't mean you will command, it means to connect. Rabbeinu's purpose in this world is That's the Nakud of every Rebbe. His job is to connect Yidin to the Mebishn. And there's another very important nuance, another question, and that is, that this use of words, it's not only the choice of words, what the message is. And he explains himself. The lash and viata tetzava mashma. The words viata tetzava indicate shem Moshe hu hametzava. That Moshe is very, very important. We know that the uniqueness of Moshe Rabbeinu was that he was a mashpech. You know what's a mashpech? A funnel. Moshe had no ego. He had no self identity. He was completely transparent. So when the Eibushter spoke, Moshe was not in the way bechlal. Viata tetzava doesn't mean Moshe be transparent. It doesn't mean communicate to the, something to the Yidin in such a way like as if you're not a Metzius. This is Va'ata. This is not Moshe telling Yidin that maybe she's a Shlichus. This is Moshe's Indian. Va'ata Tetzave. It's about Moshe Rabbeinu. It's not about the Ebishtah's Mitzvah. V'tzadach lahoven, the question is, Hare Moshe hu ashliach. Moshe is simply a Shliach. Limsel Yisrael is Tzivi HaKadosh Baruch to give over to Yidin the Ebishtah's commands. Why all of a sudden is there a mitzvah where it's not enough that he gives over the shlichus, but he has to be the shlich? There's an emphasis on vayat. That's the second question. Gam The third question is, the Yidin have to bring the oil to Meisha Rabbeinu. Shaviu Hashem and Lameisha Elach. You bring the oil to Meisha Rabbeinu. The lachayda kiv and shalo asanera seisad the Aaron. Who lit the menera Aaron Akayin? And Meisha, of course, had to give the oil to Aaron. Why bring it to Meisha Rabbeinu? Meisha is not going to light the later anyway. So why bring it to Meisha Rabbeinu? What's the deal of Yichoyelacha, right? Hashem says to Meisha of Asisa Aaron. He doesn't say Yichoyelacha. You make an Aaron. You put it in the base of Mikdash. Why is this Shemen being brought to Meisha Rabbeinu? Gam Tzadach Lavin. Question number four. Masha Kosov Shemen Vegeim Kosos Lamoir. It says the Menoyer's oil has to be beaten out of the olives with a press. Lamoir, Lamoir means to shine light, but it's the wrong word. The Hebrew word for shining light is Lahoir, not Lamoir. Lamoir means to be a source for the light. It should say Shemen oil, Lahoir, not to be a source of light, to make light. And the fifth question is 
The Pasuk Shaliachan is the second Pasuk in the Tavit. It says, Nem Amiyadavad Baker. Now, you want to say the second Pasuk in the Tavit. But Eil Meyed, Mechutzla Pereches. Maybe I'm not quoting the words exactly, but you have to have them in the burning all the time. From the second pasuk it says from night till the morning. In pasuk Aleph it says Tomit, make up your mind. Is it from night to morning or Tomit? By the way, there's a very famous machlekes and shas, and on that basis machlekes and poskim, whether the menorah was lit by day bechlal. Everybody agrees the menorah was lit by night, but most cheaters hold that the menorah was not lit by day. The Rambam, I think he passes like Rabbeishi, if I'm not mistaken, is, is a Yetzim in a He says they used to relight the Meneda a second time by day. But the Shaila is, Hakam Apostol it says Tomid, and by night it says Meyadavad Baker. So we have how many questions? I think it's five. Right? What's the Loshen Tetzaveh? Why is there emphasis on Va'ata? Isn't Moshe Rabbeinu supposed to be transparent? Number three, why does it say V'yikhu Elecha? What does Moshe need the Shemin for? Number four, why does it say Lamoy? It should say Lahoyer. And number five, why does it, the first Pasuk say Tamid and the second Pasuk say Miyadavad Beikir? So the free Yadik Rebbe explains. is famous, Maimir. Which he said in 1927. As you know, he was in Moscow there for Askonas to Buddhist. And he was Moisa Nefesh Bapel to say Chasidis. Hundreds and hundreds of Yidin came to listen to him in the Lamavitcher Shul in Moscow, knowing that the KGB was writing down everybody's name and putting a file and so forth. The Rebbe said Chesidus, and he stood in Mesidus Nefesh. That whole Maimon was about Mesidus Nefesh. Mordechai inspiring Yidin from Mesidus Nefesh. And the Mesidus Nefesh of that hour was Tashbat, to teach children Tata in spite of the Russians. The tzivu, the tzave, the word tzave in this case does not mean commandment, it means tzav savachibit, to connect. Vezehu, and the meaning of the words. Va'ata tzave, b'nei Yisrael, Meisha Rabbein, does an act of tzave, does not mean to command, but rather it means, Shemoisha, hu mekasher, hu mechaber, as b'nei Yisrael, made in tzav. Va'ata tzave, Hashem, says to Meisha Rabbeinu, you should connect Gidim with the Eivish. That's the title of the words. Hashem says to Meisha Rabbeinu, your shlichas in this world is to connect Gidim to the Eivish. Does the shlichas from Yad Rebbe, Yad Nasi? You should know that there's a printed pidyon from Baal Shem Tev, a gedrukta pidyon. It's printed in the Alter Rebbe's Igris Kedish, in the Gniza, which the Alter Rebbe got because the Maggid gave it to him by Matona, and the Maggid got it from the Baal Shem Tev. Where the Baal Shem Tev says to the Magid, Ere Rashan Tafkof Yudzayin, I think, Tafkof Yudzayin. He says, Allah give him pidyanus, everyone gives a pidyan. Ich volechet give him a pidyan, I also want to give a pidyan. Abrichab Maid, I'm afraid. Dear Habach Nishmaid, it's a given. The Baal Shem Tev says to his Talmud, the Magid, I'm not afraid to give you a pidyan, and he gives him a pidyan. The pidyan is four lines. And the Toichan that a pidyan is, first he asks for a bracha, for a ksiv, a ksiv, a teva, for a good year. And then he writes, these are the Baal Shem Tev's words, more or less. She's kasher in the Shammat Yisrael. I should connect myself to Yidim, whatever it may be, and schlep them out of whatever schmutz they find themselves in and bring them back to the Mabish. It's not about Rebbe's opinion. Rebbe's opinion, it's not about him, it's how we connect to Yidim. And that's the type for Ata Tetzaveh. You'll get a chance to look inside the exact words. But it's a Toichem Bashem Tev's opinion. To connect Yidim to the Mabish. That's why he exists, to connect Yidim to the Mabish. And of course, you'll learn in Hasidus, this connection is not just through teaching and through inspiration, it's an Neshama connection. Because this Maimah is going to teach us, there's an even Neshama clause, he has a Neshama connection with every Jew. 
And after Meshach Rabbeinu is giving Yid, Shemakashar Esa made in Sof, that he connects them to the Yevishter. But Meshach affects in addition, and a, a, a going up to a higher level than Meshach Rabbeinu. And the Rebbe explains in the Maimed, the Meshav Yisrael and Dugmas Reish Verega. The relationship between Meshav Rabbeinu and Yidin is like a head and feet. Kmeshakazos we have in the Chitas of next week, Pashas Baaleischa. Sheish Meis Elaf Ragli, six hundred thousand regals feet, and they were in Shamas Tatzilas. These feet, by the way, Ha'amashel Anechi Bekir by this people amongst whom I am amongst. The Chol Yisrael Heimer Aglaim the Meish. Relatively speaking, even the Der 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 Amid was like feet. Umeisha is their head. So obviously the head is much higher than the feet. However, just like in people. The feet carry the head. to such a place. that the head by itself and the cannot reach there. Same is true with Meisha Rabbeinu and Yidin. That by Meisha being a mashpia to Yidin, haraglayim the Meisha. Moshe benefits. Feet carry the head. Moshe Rabbeinu reaches higher madrega than being a Rebbe. Right? The Rebbe said this to people on many occasions, under different circumstances, but many times somebody asked the Rebbe where he has his koiches from, and the Rebbe would say, I have the koiches from Chesidim. The Rebbe told Yankel Hecht, when Yankel Hecht complained to the Rebbe, how come he doesn't bazaitik all of his menagdim? So the Rebbe said to J.J. Hecht, Yechidus, he told him, now the Rebbe has as much kech as Chesidim give him. There is a, a prat, choshev, by a Rebbe, Nasib Yisrael, where just as we are connected to him, he is connected to us. And if we are the way we're supposed to be, we pile kvayachal ali in the Rebbe. The Rebbe is obviously mashpia to us, but it's a symbiotic relationship. The Rebbe Marash said once, it's in Lekut of the Buddha, the Rebbe Marash said once, try this on for size. Asadoch Chesidim is the Rebbe. Obe Chesidim was tuin. Rebbe Marash said, as long as the Chassidim does a Rebbe, but the Chassidim who do, and he meant to work, avoid them. And if the Chassidim stop working, they make the Rebbe cease to be a Rebbe. A Rebbe has koiches, But there's a Nukud in a Rebbe which is an addition to all of that. That's called Neshama Klolis. Klal. And like it or not, that Klal, Eim Bechal Al-Mashavafrat, comes from us. So the Rebbe is mashpia, and when Chasidim follow the Reglaim go where the head leads, Kvayochel they pile on Ali in the Rosh. Mitosef ili b'meish. Does that Masha Kasuv? As the pasuk says, Sheish meis elav ragli the six hundred thousand feet. Hamasha anoichi bekirbe. Translates the Rebbe. Anoichi is a very high madrege, right? You know what the word anoichi stands for. Ani means atzmos chafes oisis keser shteves keser. The Madrega of Anoichi, which is higher than Avaya and higher than Alikech, it goes on Keser. Meisha Rabbeinu Kvayachal has an Aliyah because of Raglayim, because of Klal Yisro. And now we understand more words in the Pasuk. Vizehu v'yata tavetne Yisro. Number one. V'yata Hashem says to Meisha Rabbeinu. This is not about oil. This is about Meisha. The atat the tavet ne Yisrael, you have to makasha Yisrael and himself. Can't get into the mebish. That's number one. But then you should know rikhu elach Hashem and Zayis v'gayim. You didn't have to bring you Hashem and Zayis. That means, in simple words, you'll see it later in the Maimed, in a very deep way. They have to give themselves to you. Ta'yedeisha meisha yitzave v'yikasha ne Yisrael and himself. Meisha connects into the mebish. 
They give themselves to Meisha Rabbeinu, as you'll see later in the Maimir, and she has seen for taste of and it affects an additional light in Meisha Rabbeinu. So what's the Nekud of Pedic Beis? Kitzit, what's the Nekud of Pedic Beis? The Nekud of Pedic Beis is that the title of the word that Tzavah is that Moshe is Makashir or Machabir as Yisrael Amen in Have patience. Every Moshe is given over to Yidin. <laughs> the Shail is the Maimah Damatav of Yidin, not the Maimah Damatav of Moshe. The difference in the three Moshe's is not in Moshe, it's in Claudius Yisrael. Now, Rabbi Yisai, in Peirik Beis, the signoin was Lakasher or Lachab as Yisrael made himself. In Peirik Gimel, the Rebbe is going to repeat the same Nekudah, but he's going to change signon. Instead of the Lashon Lakasher or Lachab as Yisrael made himself, he's going to use the signon Raya Mehemde. And Raya Mehemde means Zonu Mephadas Yisrael Binyan Amunah. He's going to nourish that means food. And panasa means Vestach Beged Lulbish and Vestach and Bayis. Right? Zon means Primius. And panasa means Makif. He says Levushim and Bayis. That Moshe Rabbeinu Zon and Faisal Binyan It's the same Indian, but the, taich, the words are changing. And I'm pointing it out to you so you should see the change of language and not get confused. So in Peirik Beis, the Taich of Tetzaveh is Lakashi Yisrochav 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 and in Pei the Gimel, it's a zone of a fan that says, Yisrael, Binyan, Amun. So the Rebbe begins Pei the Gimel. One is Aliyah and one is Hamshokah. One is uplifting the Yidin, one is drawing down. I don't see it that way, but uh, I hear you. I mean, technically you're right, but the Pei Elman is just Nishtazeh. Amun is not even bringing down, but okay. Kenzai? Olavayar Zeh, in order to explain this Pasuk, that the job of Meish Rabbeinu is to connect Yidin to the Eibishter and as a result is an Aliyah in Meish Rabbeinu Yidin gives something back so the Rebbe brings the fear the Rebbe brings Meish Rabbeinu is called the trusted shepherd the faithful shepherd the reliable shepherd these two translations to Raya Mehem number one He's a, good, he's a good leader. He's a good Rebbe. He doesn't abandon his flock. Like it says in Medrash Chazal, that before Meish Rebbe became a Rebbe, the Ebishta tried him out on sheep. <laughs> he practiced. He wanted to see what his chayr is. And the story, they went to Har Chayrev, and one of the little Shepsalach ran away, and Moshe ran after it, and he picked it up, and he said, if I know you wanted a drink, I would have carried you to the water. So the Ebishter said, he's right to be a shepherd. He was pushed very, very loyal. Meisha was, Meisha was so devoted to the Yidden, that he argued with the Ebishter about them. The Ebishter gave him a shlichus, and then he was arguing with the Ebishter about his shlichus. And number two, Vishuzan, Umafanis, is Yisrael, in addition to the fact that his pushed was a good shepherd, his area of shepherding, what it is that he gives, is Amunu. Zan means he feeds us, which is mazen food. And panose nigle pashet. Panose means levush and bias. A woman gets married to her husband, he has to give him mazenus and panose. Mazenus means food. Panose means money to buy clothing and to buy other needs, which is two aspects. But meishar abeinu zan mafanas says Israel binyan amuna. Now you have to understand something very important. No Jew needs anybody to give them amuna. Amuna is already ours. Churi Meirek Shamona. Amuna we have as a matana from the first believer, the Medesh says, Reish Lama Minim, 
Who is the Meshla Maminim? Avraham Avinu. We're called Maminim Bnei Maminim. We inherited a Muna from Avraham Avinu. So Moshe is not giving us a Muna. That's not the case. We have a Muna. Or to say it in slightly different words, Moshe is not giving us a Neshama. We're born with one. So what's the Pshat Zonum of Fadness? Is her Muna? So the Rebbe explains. Though it's true, Yidin already have a Muna by their own nature. Because they're Amin, they're Amin, Yidin are believers, descendants are believers, and this is a Yerushatakaf Mavram Avinu, Zokterabir, Efshir, it's possible, Shatiyah Babchinas Makif. It should be hidden. The word Makif does not mean surround, it means hidden. And you all know the Gemara with the Arichas Shebedavah, right? That a person could believe in the Eibishter and daven to the Eibishter to help him do an Aveda. To steal and even to kill, to be a Ganev and even a Ritzeach. Why? Because the Muna's greatest Maila is also its greatest Chasadim. The Maila of a Muna is that we're born with it, and the Chasadim of a Muna is that we're born with it. Because when you get something for free, Asir, the Mogin, Bemogin, Mogin, Asir. A doctor who heals for free is valueless. A Muna, we don't have to work for it, it's a Teva by a Yid. And therefore you could dive into the Abisha to help you be able to navigate Ganva Pumachtarta Rahman Akaria Ganav stands by a tunnel which is breaking and entering. And he's coming to be to steal. And even Ladegelehorik to be killed or be killed. So he's a bad guy. He's a Ganav and a potential Ritzeach. And he's asking Abishta for help. Favos. Because his Amuna is separate from him. He believes in the Abishta, but it doesn't mean that because I believe in Abishta, I have to do what he says. I believe in Abishta, he should help me what I want, even if it's Heipachratz and Elyon. Because amuna by itself is not enough. You have to internalize faith. You have to make your amuna your own. The fact that you're born a maimon is a good start. Forget, without it we'd never have amuna. But simply being born with amuna is not sufficient because amuna is makif. Since I didn't earn it, it has no meaning to me. So I have to earn the amuna. And the way I earn the amuna is by internalizing it. And this is why we learn Hasidus, Chabad. This is why we do his bondness like you learned and so forth and so on. Here the Rebbe speaks for Klolos. This is why there's a Meisha Rabbein. The fact that Meisha Rabbein is shepherds and provides panasa for Yidin the Indian Hamuna in the area of faith. He doesn't give us Hamuna, but so that our Hamuna should be internalized, you have a Meisha Rabbein. This says ex- explicitly in the Zayat, it's a direct quote from a Zayat, quote, Amuna which is from above. And the Lachayda Devartis, which we already have. Yitzin v'yitparnis mini al yotcha. It's going to be, become a mozen, pnimius. And a panos, which are other in yonim. From me through you, I demesh. In other words, the zasha mesha zonim, a fanas as a muna, mesha rabbeinu, nourishes and sustains yidin in the inyan of a muna, who shamam shech oisa bebnimius, that he internalizes it. Okay? So, in effect, what we just did is we repeated the same word of Patek Beis with a different signet. In Patek Beis it says that the job of Mesha is Lakashas, Chabesh Olamed Insov. And in Patek Gimel we're translating what does it mean, Lakashas, Chabesh Olamed Insov. And now the Rebbe continues and he says, the idea that Meisha Rabbeinu is a shepherd about matters of faith. This is, is meant 
he it is gam also to the expansion of Mesh in every generation. Right? There's a Medrish. I'm sorry, there's a Zehar that says this In every generation there is an there's an Ashama that it's the Hemshah Meshabe. So everything we just said about Meshabe. Vyata Tetave and Vyikhoi Lacha Lakasha Ruchabi Solomadin Sof. Laws in the finance is all being in a moon. It's not just Meisha Rabbeinu. It's the Meisha Rabbeinu of every generation, and that's what these two psukim are. This is the place in the Torah which tells the Rebbe Nasi via Dafsach Fin. Ah, the Zesh Meisha Rayim Ehemne. The fact that Meisha Rabbeinu is a Raya is a shepherd of a moon. Hakavana Bazehi. This is meant to be also Gamlis Pashtu. So the Meisha Shabacholdar. The expansion of Meisha Rabbeinu in every generation. And he explains that Rashi Alpha Yisrael Shabbachol Dor, the heads of the thousands of Jews in each generation, he mechaskim they strengthen as a muna the Yisrael Shabbatayim the moon of Yidden in their generations. In other words, Shamuna Shalahem Tihiyah Bepnim is their muna should be internalized, and each generation is different. Now the difference is not in the Rebbe, the difference is not in Meishe Rabbeinu, the difference is in the generation. You'll see later in the Maimed, I'm just giving you a preview, that the Rebbe is going to give us a close de kechilik. He says, not every Rebbe was begoloy the Rebbe of his whole dog. Not every Rebbe was actually able to influence every Jew in the world. Some Rebbes were in one place, and there was no communication, there was no travels, and lepeil mamish begoloy the umashpia in a small segment of their generation. Perhaps the pnimiest umashpia in the whole generation, but not every Rebbe was bepeil mamish a leader of the whole generation. Some Rebbes were the Pell Mamish leaders of the whole generation. That's one distinction. So there's different types of Meisha Rabbeinus. The difference between the Meisha Rabbeinus is first of all how far reaching their effect is. And second of all, what it means practically. Every generation has different demands. One generation is Mercedes Nefesh, as you'll see in a moment. A different generation, it means... Das, as you'll see later on in the Maimah. So different Rebbes do different things. But the difference between one Rebbe and the next, whether they're influencing everybody or some other people, it's influencing in the areas of Das, we have Mercedes Nefesh, whatever the case may be, is because of the Maimah, the Matzav of the people, not the Rebbe. The Rebbe is the same. Every Rebbe has one job. Lekasher l'chav Yisrael made himself. In other words, the lozun l'fanas Yisrael b'nyanamun. The different circumstances bring out of a Rebbe different than you know. Like the Rebbe always said about the free Yedike Rebbe. One of the most remarkable things about the Friedrich Rebbe is that he reinvented himself three times. In Russia, he made himself into a Rebbe of Mercedes Nefesh. In Poland, he made himself into a Chabad Rebbe, as if he has a tattoo, as if he has any present. And in America, he got involved in, uh, you know, as the Rebbe put it, a Rebbe by the Ganser Welt, Alvbeis, Mikvetare, Rabonim, Dionis, practical Yiddishkeit, because it was a, v- a vacuum. Huh? In Russia, the Rabbonus was very strong. Until the revolution, the Rabbi Bechlal didn't have to be so involved. The Rabbonim were tremendous koyches. And they were also tremendous Rabbonim. Grace <laughs> Mensch. So the Rebbe, he kept reinventing himself. The differences of the theater of the Rebbe was not the Rebbe. It was what the time and place demanded. So the Rebbe now continues and he says, Ukmei Mordechai, like Mordechai. Chahayi ha'ispashtusa de'meisha shebedeirei. He was the Rebbe the Nasi. 
He was the appointed one of the Abishta. Lakashir al-Khabat Salah made in Saf. Lazim of the finance itself being a moon in his time. And he, everything he did was Pumfa Ketra Mesha Rabbeinu. There was no similarities. Bechitainiyas between Mesha did it. Mesha Rabbeinu Gemont Bayidin Pnimiyas. Mat Chad Gemont Mesiris Nefesh. Mordechai in his generation was equal to Mesh in his generation. And you'll see later in the Maimon. But this doesn't just mean Mordechai. It means every Rebbe. But on the other hand, it means specifically Mordechai because Mordechai has this in common with Mesh Rabbeinu that he was taka bepeil, the Rebbe of the whole generation. Not just Behelem. Or Bepnimis. Shegam bizman gzeras homa. In the times of the gzeras of homa. Learning Tate and doing mitzvahs at that time was going to teach them a nefesh. Because, as it says in Chazal, as it says in Sfarim, Haman made many gzeras. Of course, the ultimate gzeras was gzeras kloya. But he also made gzeras that until Yid Gimola, they're not allowed to learn Tate. And for this, he could be killed early. And Mordechai gathered little children, he learned them Hilchis Kvitzah, because it was Pesach, had no shachas at all to their Maimed and Matzif in Golas. To teach them Tera, push up the sake of Tera, Dreina Tera, Hevot Nekesh of Israel. And like the Fidika brings in his Maimed, and Haman was coming, and Mordechai thought he's going to kill them all. He told the children, run away, because he's going to kill us for studying Tera. And the children told me, Manu Itcha Belachai Melamovis. And then, of course, Haman came to put a Mordechai on a horse. But Mordechai said, Melach, Malkesh Aleil, Masasikari, Ezemimen. But Mordechai's Indian was Mesidus Nefesh. This was his. His lakashal lachabi salam made himself. His lozma fan salvin emun expects something from the sidus nefesh. He kill kills barabim. He gathered together yidden. Lachazek is a manosam she yisrael to strengthen yidden she emuna ba'avai and the eibshted. Allah made chosok and to stand strong. Believe what the teyde the kiyim and mitzvahs and in doing mitzvahs to the point of sidus uh, nefesh. Now I want to make a clarification. You will see this later in the Maimir Barucha. The Maimir is going to explain this oisfilach comprehensively. But let me tell this to you right now. You'll find out this. I'm giving you a little bit of a hagdoma. No two rebbes bechitzonius do the same thing. But all rebbes bepnimius are doing exactly the same thing. Bechitzonius, a rebbe gives his generation what his generation needs. But pnimius, what a rebbe is doing is he's touching the neshama, the yichida. This pneumistic effect, factor, which later on the Rebbe calls it Lozanum Fanus Eshermuna Atzma. I think it's in Sidhei. Eshermuna Atzma is a constant. Every Mesha Rabbeinu has the same Nukuda, tickled in the Shama, aroused the soul. You arouse the soul so that what? In one generation is Mesidus Nefesh, in different generations is Aveda Pneumist. But those are details. The Chitsoyniistic function is what changes from generation to generation. The Pneumistic function, which is the Ikir, is constant. And the Rebbe continues. Dr. Azeh. After explaining at length, the Mesha and the expression of Mesha about each generation. And he even explained that Mordechai in his generation was like Mesha in his generation. And that the expression of a moon at the time of Mesha was Mesiris Nefesh, he goes to something else. He adds and explains another nuance in the Pasuk. But the other nuance in the Pasuk is, One of the six questions we asked in the beginning was, how come it says, oil for the, being a source for light, 
it should preferably say shemen lahoir to shine light. Why does it say lamoir? So the Fidik Rebbe, this is the Seder of the Maim. Explains to you that Va'atatava means to connect it into the Yebishter. He explains to you that makes an Ali in Maisha Rabbeinu. He explains to you that the Inyan of Maisha Rabbeinu is to strengthen Amunah. And he explains to you that included in strengthening Amunah is Mesiris Nefesh like Mordechai. And then he goes back to the Pasuk. And he says, why does it say Shemen Lamoir Velei Lahoir? And he explains. Shabazmana Golos in times of Golos. Jews are crushed and broken, as the word kosas indicates. They reach lamoir. The meaning of the word lamoir means to take this source. There's a level of the neshama which is called lahoir, to shine. That's the giluyim of the neshama. There's the level of the neshama which is called lamoir. This is the yetzim of the neshama. Kosas, that through yidden suffering and galas lamoir, they reveal the very essence of the neshama. Which is the source of light. Which explains a puzzle that tells us what? That the job of Meshach Rabbeinu is to connect Yidin to the Yebishter. The job of Meshach Rabbeinu is to strengthen Yidin's Amun. The job of Meshach Rabbeinu is to make him see the Snefesh. And there's another thing, and that is, a Rebbe in Golos has a Maile over a Rebbe which is not in Golos. And that is, Kosas Lamoir. When you have Tzadis, you could reveal a level of the Neshama. Which is not revealable when the tzaddas don't happen. Okay, so Fidik Rebbe tells us what Meishar Rabbeinu's job is. He adds that Mordechai was a Rebbe in the worst of times, and he brought out by Yidn Iyam Siris Nefesh, and he then says, You should know there's a mile in that. Kosis Lamor, Vitzarich Lahovin, the Rebbe asks, Hashaychis, what's the connection? The Apirush Bekosis Lamor, the idea that when you have tzaddas, you reveal the Yechidish Rebbe Nefesh, the Pintali is. What's explained earlier in the Maimir. And the expansion of Meshach Rabbeinu in every generation, in each generation, shepherd, nourish, and sustain faith, that should be internal. Every Rebbe has the same job to, to strengthen Yiddish Amunah. Kasus Lamor means in times of Gauls, you're really Yiddish What's the connection between the two? What's the connection between the two? Now, boys, the Maimorim, the questions of these Maimorim are very important. The whole Maimid is based on a Pasuk, and the questions are incredible. The questions are very important. And when you learn this Maimid and you want to keep yourself balanced, not confused, the quest mar- questions are, la- are landmarks. They're uh, like street signs. Say, this is a pause. We learned three Parakim. These three Parakim taught us a point. The point is the basic definition of Meishah Rabbeinu. This question is now starting to complicate it. This is such a pushed. We understand Meishah Rabbeinu Buklau. But what's this Kosas Lamoid? How do we put Kosas Lamoid into the scheme of the Meishah Rabbeinu? The, the way the questions are situated, you have a question, obviously, in Peter Galaf. You have a question, uh, uh, safe Peter Gimel. Um, and you're going to have a lot of questions in um, Peter I believe Peter Zion. There's going to be more questions. And the way the questions are asked, no, Perikhes, Perikhes, you're going to have questions. The way the question is structured is these questions lead you from one stage in the moment to the second stage in the moment. We just learned basic moment. I mean, we, we learned the Indian. In a way, we finished the Indian. The questions are going to say, now let's get deeper into this. Let's go deeper into this. So that whoever wants to answer this final question, 
We understand the Tachvatat Tzavim. We understand Vichoy Lecha. And we know what Kasas Lamoyer means. That every Rebbe's job is to strengthen Amuna, but in times of Gauls, you reveal Yechidah. That's the point of Kasas Lamoyer. But what's the, what's the connection between the idea that a Rebbe is done in Fajr Shalunin Amuna, and in times of Gauls, Yechidah Shabbin Nefesh is revealed? So the Rebbe continues, Siv Dalit, Vihine. Zokter Vihine. Habir Bepasei Vata The free of the Kerebbe's man Vata Tetzave does not start Vata Tetzave. As do at the beginning of the Maim. And by the free the Kerab, the beginning of the Maim is the Pirush on the post, like the Kibel, Hayyhud, Messesharech, Elulas. Chevred is a Maim from the Rebbe Rashab of Tafresh Ayintes. Eter, Ateres. That begins with the post, like Vata Tetzavet Nezro. The free the Kerebbe took his father's Maimir, rewrote it and made it his own, but restructured it. The Rebbe Rashab's Maimir starts Vata Tetzave, and the Fidik Rebbe changes it to start for Kibbala Yehudim. The Rebbe takes the Fidik of the Kibbala Yehudim and starts it like the Rebbe Rashab Vata Tetzave. This Maimir Vata Tetzave you have already in Tereir. Till the Alter Rebbe. Every Rebbe said the same Maimir, and the answer is the same. Vata Tetzave means the Kashish Alokha But each Rebbe spoke to his generation. So the Fidik Rebbe in his generation, which was a Maimir the Matzav of Mesiris Nefeshtak, of Purim, started Maimir of Kibbala Yehudim. The Rebbe Nishma said, and the Rebbe each felt that because of the Maimed the Matzav of their door, the Maimed should not begin the Kibbalah Yehudim, the Maimed should be Vatat Tetzav. So the Rebbe says, now that we started the middle of the Fidik Rebbe's Maimed, let's go back to the beginning. How does the Fidik Rebbe start his Maimed? We started Vatat Tetzav, because it's the gate to us. But let's go back now and visit how the Fidik Rebbe's Maimed was written. And he says like this. The Fidik Rebbe starts off his Maimed with the Pasuk, the Kibbalah Yehudim, and the and the Jewish people accepted what they had started doing. Rabbi said, there's two Pesukim in the Megillah which say almost the same thing. One Pesuk is, And the other Pesuk is, Now on the Pesuk, you have a Gemara. Right? But the Fidi Kebbe Dafke doesn't quote that Pesuk. He Dafke quotes the Pesuk, and there's reasons, there's reasons. If we knew everything, would be geniuses. Or Meshagoy. So the Pesach says, V'kibbal HaYehudim, the Jewish people accepted, Eisa Sherechei that they've already begun to accept. Says the Rebbe like this. He translates, who, this means to say, Shekiblu, that the Jewish people by the story of Purim, recommitted themselves to Ma Sherecheilu, something that already started, Basman Dematan Tehru, when Abish gave us the Tehru. Rabbi Sai, between Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and Purim is about a thousand years. You can do the math. You have 480 plus 410, is 890, right? Plus around 70 years is Vifel, is 960. So you're talking about 955 years on Erech after it is Messiah in the story of Purim. So the Pasuk says, by Matan Teir was Hechelo, they started. By Purim the Kibble, they finished. Matan Teir did not finish for 950 something years. The Matan Teir was only a beginning. During the time of the Gzeir of Haman, there was a reaffirming, a new commitment. And the Rebbe says, and says, and the other Pasuk in the end of the Megillah, that the Jewish people accepted, 
a second time. And the Gemara translates the words, The Jewish people reaffirmed what they had already started in the times of Matan Teda. So Purim is the end of Kabbalah Sateda. 950 something years pass and now Matan Teda finishes. So the Maimon explains, when Yidin said Nasa Venish Matan Teda, he said Akakabal was only an initial commitment. In the times of Akashvedish, Kimul Mashikabal, they reaffirmed, they finalized, they sealed the commitment that Yidin made at Har Sinai and they made it even stronger. So the Fidi Kirebbe starts off his Maimah with these words. It's a wondrous thing. We can design. The Matan Tero Yisrael Betachas When the Eibisha gave us the Tero Yidin were in the highest levels. By themselves. In addition, There was an incredibly great revelation of the Eibisha. And he says, If two milas are not enough, let's split it even more. The Nathan was Eshikam Kedem Matan Tero Hoyugil Malbiesa. Then this is even before the Eibisha gave us the Tero to a murder the Kegiluyim. And of course, you know what Hasidah says, that Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and Makas Bechidus and Kiyas Yamsuf were not Nisim. They were Gilead Lakus. Right? There were nine Makas. Makas Bechidus was not a normal Makas. Makas Bechidus was Nogafel Mitzrayim, but Afal Yisrael was a whole different Indian. Makas Bechidus was a Gilead Hashem showed himself. And then Be'etzim Ayyemazeh, Nigle Machavach, 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 It says in Hasidus that there were three steps preparing for Matan Teda. Marcus Bechedes, Yetzirah Mitzrayim, Etzim Alayla, Etzim Ayim, and Shri Yisrael Pesach, Bechedes Yamsev. These were incredible gluyim. Hashem showed Himself to us. And nevertheless, Kini Agilu Shehoye Bishas Matan Teda, when the Teda was actually given, Hoya Gilu Inayla Eidiyes, it was even a greater revelation. So Yidin by themselves were a mighty Nekemaimah de Matzev. Hashem had performed multiple miracles. Hashem had showed Himself higher and deeper to Yidin, culminating in the event of Matan Teda, Right? On the other hand, in the times of Achashvedish, Yidin were the lowest level. First of all, they were in the lowest level because of their own Maimedamat. Second of all, the Nasev Lahel of Ahesta Shabachal Golas. Every Golas is a Maimedamat of Hel of Ahesta. Bracket. The Kol Golas of Badukmas Golas Mitzrayim. Every exile compares to Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim because it's called Kola Golas Nikrais Hashem Mitzrayim, like it says in Medrash. In order 25, he brings Kola Malchus, Nikro Hashem Mitzrayim, Hashem Shemitzidis, Lizro. Okmeisha Begos Mitzrayim Ksiv. Just like when Yidin were exiled in Egypt, the Teda tells us, Veleishamu al Mesha, they couldn't listen to Mesha Rabbeinu. Miketeruach of Eder Kosha, they're so exhausted, they're so overworked, they can't even listen to their Rebbe, the Nasi Ador. Al Derachzer Bechol Golas. This is true always. Shiyeshnam Kamen Nisyenes Bekiyu Matera Vamitzvah. There's so many tests about Yiddishkeit. So, there's the Maimur the matter of Yidin themselves, there's the darkness of Gauls Bechlau, and then there's the darkness of Gauls Bechrat. In the Oz, Bezman Gdeles Homa, in the time of the Gdeles Homa, it wasn't Stama Gauls, it was a Gauls Betech Gauls. Hayahel of Ahester Edies, it was an incredible home of Ahester. Huh? Right, like it says, Ahester, Ahester. When the Ahester is Behester, you think it's good, then it's Gauls. When you make a golos, a dogula, it's a golos, patech golos. So Yitzhiyah Smith's Matan Teda was the greatest moment. The Gzeyah's Amen was a low point. 
nevertheless, Bizman Matan in the time of Matan Teiro, when you were on the highest level, it's only a beginning. And there's a Lashna Gemara, what the Gemara says. Any Jew could come to the Abishter and say, I don't want to accept the Teiro. So the Jew says, the Abishter said, but you said Nasev and Ishma. He said, You're right, you forced me. But that Maida only goes till Purim. After Purim, we can no longer say, Purim, we said Nasev and Ishma. And if the Abishter was forcing anything, it was forcing us to run away from him. Ubizman Gzeda's Haman. The time of Gzeda's Haman, Kishaho, Yubatakas Ashiflos. When the Jews were on the very lowest levels, Oz, Dafke, Dafke, then, Kiblu, they reaffirmed Mashechil Matanteiro when they started Matanteiro. So the Shaila is how is it possible that Yidin, in the worst moment in their history, literally, in the lowest ebb, could complete something which started in the most glorious moment, Matanteiro? Omevai, El Bazar, Sadafidik, and Abba explains. The Bizman Agzeda, in the time of Purim, the only way they could be Jewish is with Mesiris Nefesh. The Nesav was at first of all, they had the Mesiris Nefesh not to become Goyim, not to assimilate, not to deny the Ebishter. Like it says in Chesidis, if they would convert to the other religions, Nothing was done, would be done to them. The Gzeir was only against Yehudim. It's a vart and teire eir, that there's very few svarim that say it. It's brought from the sefer called Megillah Storim, from the Bank of Melissa. But there's not a lot of people who say this. Maybe I heard from some of this in Targum Meshed. The Alter Rebbe says in teire eir, a chiddush nifla. And that is, Haman wasn't killing all Jews. We always assume, lahashmet l'adagaliyab, it finished. Like a holocaust. Everybody, tzadikim, reshoyim, frum, fry. Every Jew is killing. The Alter Rebbe says in teire eir, was killing only frum yidin. In the entire Megillah, we're called Yehudim. Right? What does the word Yehudi mean? It can't mean from Shevet Yehuda. Because Mardachai is called Ish Yehudi, he's Ish Yehudim. So the Gemara says that the word Yehudi means Hakefer Bavei Dezorah. The Gemara says in Megillah that the meaning of the word Yehudi is someone who denies idol worship. So the Rebbe adds, Ubemela If you Deny idol worship automatically, that means that you accept the whole Tehra. So it's explained, which is a very incredible Sikha, where he describes the whole Purim story like a drama. It's written, the Fidik Rebbe wrote it himself. It's a long, long Purim story. It's based again, I believe, on the Tiger Mashain and Miguel Sester. We explain the story in such real terms, like a political intrigue. And he says, Jews were called Ivrim, Hebrew, Yevrei, as they say in Russian. Now once upon a time, the word Ivri meant something. What did the word Ivri mean? A foreigner. A greener. Like it says in Medrash, And Avraham, Wherever the Jew went, he came from east to west, he came from Choran to Israel, he was an Ivri. <laughs> he went from west to east. He went to Mitzrayim, as a vital and Ivri. A Jew was always a foreigner. And that's what the word Ivri meant. Different. Yidin came to Golos, and Nebuchadnezzar, as much as he hated the Jews, he respected them even more. And life became not bad. They assimilated. They intermarried. And life was good. And the word Ivri had no meaning. Hishtachavu letzelem. Nenu misudatashalei say Russia. 
So the Fruma Yidin says, The word Ivri doesn't mean Ivri anymore. It doesn't mean different. It doesn't mean separate. It means assimilated. So they changed their name to Yehudi. And Ayid, who was an Erlach Ayid, a Haredi, changed his name from Ivri to Yehudi. So Homer makes exam on Yehudim. So you want to save your life? Go into the passport office and change your name from Yehudi to Ivri and finished. Not only did that not happen, no Yehudi decided to change his name to Ivri. Ivri became Yehudi. Assimilated Jews took on the title Yehudi. In other words, al says there was a pchire, there was a choice that Yidin had in his man Homon, and they chose to be loyal to the title that they had given themselves, which meant the title of the word Yehudi is Kefir and they, this commitment was 11 months. Right? The Gzeda was made, Yud Gimel Nisn. It was meant to be carried out, Yud Gimel ordered the next year. It's 11 months. For 11 months, a Jew could save his life. Go into the passport office and change your passport. Not one Jew thought of such a thing. That was before, not now. Right? So the Rebbe says, if the Jews would assimilate that for a Jew it didn't mean to become a Goy to become an Ivri a Hellenist a Freyerid nothing would have been done to them 11 months 11 months it's a long time it's not 5 minutes it's not a day a whole nation not one Jew for one minute said maybe I should change my identity so that was a Messina's nefesh of conviction. It was a nefesh of hashkafa. I'm not going to give up my identity to Yehudi if it cost me my life. That's number one. Then there's number two. Wait. In addition to the hashkafa Indian, there was a practical side. They started to push it pre practice Taylor Mitzvahs. They were through. And like I told you earlier, Haman had made Gezedas in addition to the Gezeda. That, you're not, that he's going to kill Jews, he's not allowed to practice Tehidah Mitzvahs. And in footnote 28, there writes, he's our Kiddush Godly Yesen. May let me make an effort to Kiddush Hashem, keep an Yehla Muna, Gam Kalsha Bakala, may say an effort. The idea not to give a Jewish identity is normal. But the idea to die for Tehidah Mitzvahs is a bigger pillar. So the Messiah's Nefesh, first of all, was Shalei Lahim Das, a principle. And second of all, Akim Tehidah Mitzvahs. They gathered together large groups of Jews. To learn Nefesh. So the trademark of the Purim story is Mesiris Nefesh. And the Rebbe says there's two parts to the Mesiris Nefesh. There's Mesiris Nefesh Bechlau. Not to lose your identity as a Jew. And Mesiris Nefesh Beprati is to keep Tehidah Mitzvah. One second, one second, one second. V'ayseyri resa Mesiris Nefesh alahem hoisa. Who aroused them from Mesiris Nefesh? Adimot Chayyehudi. This Mesiris Nefesh, in both of its facets, the Amunah facet and the Tehidu Mitzvah particulars, it was Mardchai. Mardchai stood in the market. You ever studied the history of the Crusades? History of the different Inquisitions? The, 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 the descriptions of G'dayle Yisrael calling the Yidin together into the shul and saying in, in 18 hours, in 24 hours, in 36 hours, the crusaders are coming. Be ready to be made nefesh al-Kiddush Hashem. Bepashtas. Mordechai gathered Yidin together and mobilized them from the city of Snefesh. 
וזהו ה-therefore, וקיבל היהודים מסע של החיל הלאסטי. That matan is only a beginning, and Purim is more important. Matan teiro is rakas cholo. Matan was only a beginning. What happened at the time of Purim was a deeper nas of a nishma than be matan teiro. Because they then had mesiras nefesh be peil al teiro mesiras nefesh for Yiddishkeit. Nisalu, they were raised up. This parenthesis is very important. Inyan zeh in this aspect. No one's going to say that the Yidin time of Purim David nicer than the Yidin of Meshe Rabbeinu's daughter. No one's going to say the Yidin time of Purim did mitzvahs with a better kavan than the Yidin of Meshe Rabbeinu's daughter. But in the aspect of Mesir, it's nefesh. They were hiding anybody. It was hiding them at the therefore then, Dafke, the time of Purim, Hoysa HaKabola Vekibalayu. So what is the structure of the Bible? The structure of the Maimed is we understand what Atat Tzava means. Lekasher lecha b'shalom meidin sof. Lozun olafanas es Yisrael binyan emunu. We now added another detail to the discussion. Kosos lamoy, the deepest madreig of the neshama emerges in times of mesidus nefesh. V'lochayda yeshlema. Perhaps this explains. I'm reading on. Shapirish bekosos lamoy. When the Friedrich Rebbe says kosos lamoy, then when Yidn are crushed, it reveals the yichidish shabenef. Shaidei kosis nish bevanitka by yidden being crushed. Magiim laamoy rishti yichidish abenefesh. Who beer explains? Alzeh the fact. Shabezman agzeira dafke bol lemesiras nefesh. In the time of the gzeira, they came to mesiras nefesh. Beef and naila yesir is on a higher madrege than they did in the time when they got the teira from the mebishtin. Ki mesiras nefesh when the yid goes to mesiras nefesh. He mitad etzem haneshama shalomaylo megil. It comes from the etzem haneshama, which is higher than revelation. Moir shemenu nimtzai, which is the source of light. Va'ayadei shahoyu oz b'matzav dekoses nishpa v'nitke because Yidden had sores in time of Purim. Nizgal etzem haneshama moir. The Bible says like this. Moshe Rabbeinu was a Rebbe. Va'atat etzavas b'nei Yisrael. He can't get to the Mebush. And then he says Mordechai was also a Rebbe. How was Mordechai a Rebbe? He rallied him from his inner nefesh. And then he adds, Kasus Lamoyed. Moshe was a Rebbe in a better time. And therefore there was no Kasus and there was no Lamoyed. Mordechai was a Rebbe in a worse time and therefore he says, Kasus Lamoyed. In other words, Mordechai in a certain respect is more effective than Moshe Rabbein. This answers the question that he asked at the end of Sif Gimu. But he's going to now ask another question and I'll say this mitzvah for next time.